This is the Macha Man Podcast. Hello everybody, this is the Macha Man Podcast and we are back. We, I mean, we took a month off because uh, our friend Kiran here decided to go to the States. Lies. All lies. Then what, what happened? I went to go and meditate on top of a mountain. <laughs> okay, that mountain must be flat now. Yeah, la. anyway, flat already, flat already. So, yeah, okay, so this is episode... ஒரு <laughs> <laughs> Hey, don't fuck me la. Why you want to fuck me now? Okay, Ken. Uh. I, got, I got news. Uh. I got news. I found a news. Okay. So this news is... Uh, do we tell the stupid audience? Uh, I'm sorry. No, the can w- you stop oh. telling people? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean the wonderful audience uh-huh. that we are very thankful for. For what? <laughs> That's worse than me calling them stupid. <laughs> No thank okay thank you for listening I guess but that's uh, about it lah don't like you giving me money or anything that's really correct yeah so yeah please send checks to uh gavin <laughs> j80 gmail.com to vj <laughs> we flipping it we flipping the shit we flipping it like pancakes ah all right so this is a story from april of the year of our lord 2018 the year of our lord uh. yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> okay <laughs> So this news comes from mm-hmm. I know it's matcha news but it comes from Melbourne. No no it's fine. So the previous matcha news all came from Florida. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what happened in Melbourne okay. Uh-huh. Now uh in Melbourne uh uh-huh. uh in April at RMIT ah Royal Milit- no no that's the uh-huh. <laughs> You tried hard lah. You tried hard lah. You should just committed. No no but it's Royal do Melbourne it, it. of Institute Royal Melbourne of Institute okay no no Mel- yes. Royal Melbourne Institute of Technology ah, ah. Royal Melbourne of Institute but they don't have royals there why they call it royal because Australians are stupid that's why okay fair enough no no it is true it's true correct isn't it it's correct okay absolutely okay so this what happened okay hundreds of students were suddenly evacuated from RMIT uh-huh. uh, uh specifically the library right okay. because apparently there was a gas leak Okay that's okay. not good there was a massive gas leak there mm. were uh, firefighters all came they were wearing breathing apparatus and all that because it's <laughs> okay. horrible fucking <laughs> they were wearing breathing apparatus and yeah. all that okay, okay. as Ho- opposed to what like no. wearing no 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 usually smart casual is no usually they go in normally why right? oh with the suit and tie i'm talking they are wearing with the you know the 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 hazard uh, hazmat oxy- suits and oxygen tank diving okay. suit all that all. <laughs> okay uh, you know the, those uh, ones right uh, okay So according to the Straits Times in Singapore this what happened okay, okay. the five, five Singapore paper reporting ah. in for Melbourne yes. okay. okay okay no no but we will relate it back to you see lah okay 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 um so according to the Straits Times right, the five the firefighters were called uh to the campus because there was smell of gas okay 500 students and teachers were evacuated by the police uh huh um as a precaution an investigation was launched because there was this smell coming from there everyone got scared they thought gas leak because the building apparently was known to stop potentially dangerous chemicals known to stop store store, store. store. Okay. Okay. okay the library la, i guess <laughs> why i don't know i guess why is, it, why is the library storing potentially dangerous gases i don't know what the why would a, why would an institute of technology the royal melbourne institute of technology store 
potentially dangerous gases. I don't know what they're doing underneath there. Okay. So what kind of Dr. Frankenstein nonsense <laughs> is this? Okay. Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein. No, that's the correct pronunciation. Okay. German, German. Oh, right. Okay. okay. So this is what happened. Now, when they searched, this is what they found. Ah. It's not a gas leak. It wasn't a chemical leak. Ah. Someone left durians rotting in a cupboard. <laughs> in a library <laughs> in Melbourne. Right. Okay. Wait, why is the durian in the library? Now, wait. <laughs> uh, uh. Melbourne, a lot of Malaysians. Correct. Or not? No, correct. Correct. That's, okay. that's true. Malaysians First got more, but never mind. Okay. Uh. Uh, Malaysians like durians. Correct. Or not? Correct. Malaysians are stupid. Correct. Or not? Correct. Ah. <laughs> So, I have to think about it, but uh, yeah, okay. yeah, I, I cannot, I cannot rebut that statement. Uh-huh. So you see all the puzzles fitting now. Yeah, yeah but puzzle why? Pieces? No, but the the main puzzle piece, okay. which is why is the durian uh. in the library? I think this is what happened. Like, uh. The were studying. Okay. Okay. They were like, "Are you a damn stress? Exam all coming? <laughs> Are you a damn stress? Uh, my, <laughs> my, uh, my parents obviously paid for all of this for me. Okay. Since I got no problem in life, uh-huh. I'm still stressed. Okay. Because either way, I'm going to just pay and get my degree anyway. Of course, yeah. yeah. All, all this place in Melbourne. Uh-huh. Like so, they would have thought, no, let me have durian. I want to de-stress. Of course, of course. Because you because we all when know. you think about de-stressing. No, no. Because we all know durian de-stresses uh-huh. you. Yeah. It, it's got this chemical compound called, called duranium. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, uh, Is that it true? That, that if you eat, I've heard. Your, your stress levels actually go down. Ah, yeah. Ah. Correct. But other things will go up. Lah. A lot of things. No, your stress levels will go high up first. Uh. Because you have to cut the bugger. <laughs> no, like you get it you cut. Lah. No, cannot. No, you must buy it. No. You don't be stupid. You you, no, you no, go no, to no. the durian stall. You ask them to cut. Put in in Melbourne. No. Ob- <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, they didn't get this in Melbourne. Lah. <laughs> so, wait. So, this is my question. Uh. Okay. Where first of all, what is the excess of durians in Melbourne? I'm not sure. Maybe God, no, because got a lot difficult. of Malaysians there. What? There are Malaysians there, but it's it's impossible to get durian in Melbourne. Like okay, for instance, like um, we when I was in UK, right? Mm. We went to London for Christmas, mm. right? So we were staying in the Malaysian student department's head okay. house. Well, we were staying in the hostel lab, but okay. you know we we go there to makan and stuff like that. So he had imported durian mm. from his previous trip. Right, so mm. vacuum seal, cow cow, this thing, everything. So we were eating durian, lah. Ah, okay. So we had ready the durian. We throw in the rubbish bin, right? Okay. Ah, so after that, we decided to go to just go out, lah. You ah. know, see the Christmas lights in London. Okay. Ah, and and then the moment we came back, the building burned down. No, <laughs> <laughs> very close. Abandoned. <laughs> no, it it was though because the the fire department had caught had. Cordoned the building uh-huh. away and and evacuated everybody. Uh-huh. And uh, because a neighbor had called the police to tell that there is a rotting body. Uh, this actually po- happened. This actually happened. This is a true story. So they 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 called the police and said, "No, there's a rotting body in the apartment next door." <laughs> and the police firemen all came, broke the door, <laughs> came oh, inside, oh. and they couldn't find the body. Obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So the the Malaysian Student Department head at uh, that time uh. had to go to the police and say, no, no, it's not rotten, it's durian. Mm. And they didn't know what a durian was. Okay. So they were like, you know, what is a durian? Why? They arrested him, uh. put him in handcuffs all, and then they questioned him. Matter and then of basic- national security. Mm-hmm. Shit la. Yeah, la. Okay. So basically, it was the smell of durian that huh. caused all this. La. <laughs> uh. So this thing that happened in Melbourne is not a... Uh, it's not. It's isolated not, incident. It's, it's not. It's not. It's happened many, many times before, okay. obviously. Good. So but, I, but I still want to know 
why the library? <laughs> I think. And why do you keep it in the cupboard in the library? Keep yeah. it in your house, yeah. lah. Yeah. I I I can I can. The only thing I can think of is that these are not the normal Malaysians, lah. The Singaporeans, ah. Yeah. Okay, lah. <laughs> okay, I. I accept that with full full heart. Can. Ah. Okay, so You think it was Musang King? <laughs> Maybe D24 lah. Maybe lah. I think the kampung one no. I the must pr- be, uh, must the kampung the, the, the really smelly. Musang King actually Musang King. on you know. No, but the most pungent one is Musang King. No. I for me all I I I don't like durian. We are done. <laughs> we are done. Uh, this really is the end like. of the macam <laughs> I I no, I cannot be friends <laughs> with you anymore no. I never liked durian. I, I I we are done. We are no longer friends. I want to confess. To we, we are no. How can you not like all durian? All three people listening. I don't like durian. What do you mean you don't like durian? No, I don't. I mean why? <laughs> wait, no. Why? Why? Why you taking this so seriously? Now? No, what but why, why? Why? How can you not like durian? That, that's blasphemy. No lah. I mean it's I, for me. I the it's the texture. I don't. I cannot. Nothing to do with the smell. Lah. I just I don't like texture. It is weird. No, wait, 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 hold on. Do Why you like custard? Okay lah. It's the same no, texture. No, that's not. It no is la. the same. No la. I, I, I feel like I'm eating like, imagine, okay, you know, you remember Slimer from Ghostbusters? Uh? And what's wrong with that? Okay, imagine it's slightly more solid lah. Again? No. What's I wrong with that? I can't do it. I, 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 I try people to force me to eat durian all. I'm like, no, in fact, like I've told my... Uh, Like I told my mom, <coughs> don't bring durian in the house. And if she ever does, tell me first. I'll leave for a while. I, I, we're done, ah. Huh? We, we cannot be friends anymore, no. <laughs> I don't like durian. We eh. cannot be friends. I told you this before last time, why? Right? I didn't take it seriously. I don't seriously. like durian. I don't like laksa. Okay, we're done. <laughs> we're done. We're shutting the shop. Uh, I, I, uh, guys, I need a new host. <laughs> so please send no your. No, no, please send your applications to kavinj80 no, at gmail.com. It's food or you? No, it's shut up, okay? We take our food seriously. <laughs> yeah, but... Okay lah. It's only durian laksa. Okay, you know, we're we finishing this episode uh, and then we're done, no? Don't lah. We're that. done. You, you are fired. Why do this? Okay, because right now I don't have anybody to tell this story to. You are the one, okay? Ayah. Speaking of things we don't like. Okay, today's story is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, it's about curry laksa. Uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, yeah. so I, I'm gonna start this. I, I'm gonna do this in 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 mirror <laughs> of our favorite podcast. Okay, okay, which is uh, the dollop. If you ever if you ever want to listen to a good podcast, listen to the dollop. Mm. Uh, two American comedians. Uh, they do American history stuff. So today. Uh, we're gonna do something like mm. similar. Lah. I mean, you know, I, I'm gonna try to do the similar mm. thing. So. 22nd June 2015 Why are you shouting actually? No, that's how they do it No, but you're shouting No, No, that's the point <laughs> I got scared Okay <laughs> Just this Xavier Justo Huh? Xavier Justo Xavier Ex- Okay Xavier You Justo. know, okay Wait, first of all <laughs> I've okay. heard the names being pronounced like that before Xavier Xavier I've, is, is, is that the actual way to pronounce that name? You see, the next line will explain this His name Yes Okay, can I? Okay, Xavier Justo, a 48-year-old retired Swiss banker. So it's the Swiss way of 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 pronouncing it. So the mutant way is Xavier. Ah, right? the mutant way is Xavier, <laughs> okay, uh, no, and then I the Swiss way is Xavier. I don't like the Swiss way. Uh, okay, I don't like. Alright, so okay. <clears throat> 
22nd June 2015, Xavier Justo, a 48-year-old retired Swiss banker, walked towards the front door of his brand new boutique hotel in Koh Samui, a tropical Thai island, right? So he spent the past three years building the luxurious white stone complex of chalets and apartments overlooking the shimmering sea and was almost ready to be open for business. All he needed was a license. Okay. Okay. So Justo had arrived in Thailand <coughs> four years earlier. He's building shit there, lah. Uh, he's building shit, lah. He's making a hotel, no, lah. So he he came there four years earlier, having fled the drab world of London fled. finance. Ah, huh? fled, fled. Oh, okay. No, because he didn't like. He didn't. Oh, okay, okay, so okay, he okay. In, no, no. He was in London. G- generally, if I hear someone <laughs> leaving, like if if I hear the words, uh, said person fled from somewhere to Thailand, <laughs> to Thailand. <laughs> You know, I think maybe they done fucked up where <laughs> they were lah. Not, I uh, I don't like the sh- food here lah. Well, okay. You see, the thing is, but the food is brilliant in Thailand also. No, yeah, no, I'm talking about London. Yeah. Okay, fair. No, let's face it lah. <laughs> I mean, Durian they thought was a rotting corpse. So, uh, in 2011, he and his girlfriend Laura toured the country on Honda. a motorbike. Ah, huh? <laughs> think. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> think. So two years later, they got married on a secluded beach and the couple eventually settled down in Koh Samui, a tourist hotspot just an hour's flight south of Bangkok. So he was being extremely white. Lah. Yes, yes, of course. Up until this point, everything he's done is white person stereotype comes to Asia. No? Correct. Okay. So, right. he so he's doing it right. Lah. He's doing it right. Lah. Okay. I mean, he's stereotype. Lah. Ah, yeah. So after trying out a couple of entrepreneurial ventures, mm-hmm. Justo eventually decided that he would go into the hotel business. He bought a plot with an imposing house and begin building, adding a gym, villa, uh, you know, tennis court, all that lah. So it was a nice resort lah. Ah. So, but that June afternoon, in 2015, mm-hmm. he was expecting a visit from the tourism authorities to sign off on the paperwork. Okay. Okay, so instead, a squad of armed Thai police burst through the unlocked door, bundling Justo to the ground. Officers tied plastic cuffs so tightly around Justo's wrist that he bled on the dark tile floor. Mm. And the police quickly moved into his office, ripping out the computers and emptying filing cabinets. Serves him right for being Swiss. Lah. Okay. There <laughs> uh, was... Huh? Uh, okay. Why? Oh, no, no. What's wrong? No, no, okay. What do you got against the Swiss now? What they like durian. Is it what what they I like laksa. What don't I have against the Swiss? Ah, you are so fired. La. <laughs> After two days in a ramshackle local jail, Justo was flown to Bangkok and paraded before the media in a press conference benefiting a mafia kingpin. Ah. Still wearing shorts and flip-flops. Stereotype. Yeah. He was flanked by four commandos holding machine I guns. I don't think... I think the moment he reached Bangkok... He threw away all his shoes. I don't <laughs> think for how how long would this, did, did all this take? Four years he was there. Right? No, four years he was there, but this all like very fast, lah. Ah, but ah. in that four years, I don't think he even owned one pair of shoes. Probably not. No white person in Bangkok has shoes. No, but he's Swiss. Yes, so he's uh, probably have story, he probably have socks. Don't have. Oh, with sandals. Oh, the socks that they wear inside the Crocs is it that kind ah, of nonsense? Ah, that okay, kind of yeah. yeah. Then yeah, they, then they should they should have arrested him, lah. Yeah, they should have. But anyway, while a quarter of senior Royal Thai police officers briefed the assembled reporters on the charges against him. Mm. Right, so Justo was charged with an attempt to blackmail his former employer, a little-known London-based oil services company called Petro Saudi. But behind this seemingly mundane charge lay a much bigger story. Okay, So six months earlier, mm-hmm. Justo had handed British journalist uh, named Claire, Claire Rucastle Brown. Okay. Thousands of documents, including two hundred and twenty-seven thousand emails, from the servers of his former employer, Petro Saudi, which appeared to shed light on the alleged theft 
and hundreds of millions of dollars from the state-owned investment fund known as 1MDB. This is how it started. This nah. is all how it started. Okay, okay. okay. So, so, so he went to Bangkok. So, no, he went to Koh Samui. <laughs> he went to Koh Samui. <laughs> uh, and he wanted to build a hotel. So this, okay, so, I, so this is what happened. La. This is uh, no one to talk about. Yeah. What do white people do when they go to Bangkok? When they go to Koh Samui, they party, right? Sure. So our friend probably got piss blackout drunk <laughs> one day. Who the fla- who the petrol thingy? Thingy bigger. Thingy, de- fuck him. La. I so can do. <laughs> Why the fuck? I so you think I cannot do, is it? No, but okay, the story... The story Fucking see all his emails! Cheers, Hey, one more, one more. one more, one more. You one shot, I give you one email, la, <laughs> So, wait, there was 227,000 emails. He got fucked, <laughs> <laughs> No, what? They don't tell you he's only... He. <laughs> What they don't tell you he, he is he only woke up four years after that. <laughs> okay, according to lawsuits filed last week by the United States uh, Department of Dus- Justice. Wait, last week is in who saying this? Uh, no, no, I mean this was filed many, many six, years ago, six, six, since, six since months prior uh, to him being arrested, uh, right? Okay. That time uh, At least three point five billion has been stolen mm-hmm. from one MDB. Okay, what? The purpose of the fund, which was set up by Malaysia Prime Minister Najib Razak mm. in 2009, was to promote economic development in a country where the median income stands approximately mm. at 1,000 ringgit a month. Median, okay. Yeah, median. Okay. So everybody, everybody lah. So they think 3.5 went missing lah. Uh, 3.5 billion. billion. Ah, yes. Okay, well, that's, that's not a big, that's, that's decent amount, right? Sure. Okay. Instead, the DOJ alleged that the stolen money from 1MDB found its way to numerous associates of the Prime Minister Najib, mm. who subsequently went on a lavish spending spree across the world. It also accused Najib of receiving eight, 681 million US dollars in cash mm-hmm. from 1MDB. A in, claim in cash? In cash. In claim he denied. Remember the, the money that came into his account? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, that one lah. Oh, okay, okay. So because it's 681 US you dollars, see, which when, when in the, in the uh, this thing would be 2 billion lah. You know, when they write stuff like this, uh, uh-huh. I, like even when I was reading also, they say, oh, in cash, in cash, in cash. Ma- I mean, I know what it means. I know it's transferred. But yeah. in, in my mind, uh, I just... Someone went, came like there with, with a suitcase. Sacks of mo- <laughs> like a sacks of money, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it did... With t- a dollar sign on it. Like, <laughs> I... Like, <laughs> the, like, these fuckers are cartoons, you know. Yeah. No, it is true though. I right? Mean, yeah, but technically it is cash. La, because yeah. if it's in the bank, it's... Ah, 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 yeah, I mean, yeah, it's... It, 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 that's what the term la. It's in the bank ah, I mean it's Otherwise it would be 600 whatever million worth of assets right? Yeah but no But the it's chocolates. cash It's money ah, okay. It's money you can take out ah. And buy a Lamborghini Okay, can. Ah, okay. So <clears throat> Money from 1MDB Najib got Lamborghini yeah? I'm very sure you got la. Okay. Money from 1MDB The US also claim Helped to purchase luxury apartments in Manhattan Mansions in Los Angeles Paintings by Monet A corporate jet Even finance a major Hollywood movie. Ah, that one I know lah. Ah, which one? The <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street. No, it, don't you find it a little bit ironic? Yes, very, very. Not, not, not a little. Yeah. I don't think it was lost on anyone. Yeah, you see, the Wolf of Wall Street was about a guy who stole money. Yeah. From embezzled the Wall Street, embezzled and, and, and all that shit. Yeah. And it's funded by money that was stolen, embezzled. Yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah. 
So the US Justice Department breaks the alleged theft down to three distinct phases. The first one billion US dollars defrauded. Oh, they got phases. Oh, yes, lah. yes. This is the fucking MCU of corruption, or what? <laughs> Little bit, lah. <laughs> okay, phase one. We start with okay. What's the, the Tony Stark? <laughs> okay, the first one billion defrauded under the pretense of investing in a joint venture between One MDB mm-hmm. and Petro Saudi. Okay. Another one point four billion US dollars raised by Goldman and Sachs in a bond issue, misappropriated and fraudulently. Diverted to a Swiss offshore company. Are there? I told you we're fucking Swiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> told you. I, t- I This is all going to come back, right? <laughs> to the Swiss. To one Swiss fucker. <laughs> you would a be drunken bet in Kosamui with someone you watch. <laughs> when they finish, okay. Because as we're reading this now, Malaysian you're, government you're, has changed. You, you're not. You're not very far from the. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Oh, really? You're oh, not, shit. You're not. Okay, you continue. For <laughs> and because what? what I was going to say was... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> now the Malaysian government has changed. Uh-huh. They, were, they reopened the investigation into 1MDB and Najib and all that. Okay. Right? I just, there's a part of me that thinks all, like when, when the actual investigation concludes, uh-huh. and we find out who <laughs> did what and when and how, uh-huh. it, the, the basis of it is going to be something really stupid Actually, they, yeah, it like is. for a really stupid reason that all this came out and they, and they did something. Dude, you are not far from the truth. <laughs> That's you more, are huh? CSL okay, so okay. much okay, more, okay, la, dude. Okay, 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 continue. Okay, continue. so the third phase was 1.3 billion. <laughs> also, money Goldman and Sachs raised on the market, which was diverted to a Singapore account. Oh, uh, here we go. Ah, okay. No, no, no. That's the three phases. La. Here we go. So, a number of... Co- so, quote, ah. Uh, mm. A number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated the public... A number of corrupt 1MDB... Just say 1MDB officials, the same thing. Uh, well, there was a number of them. No, no, it's an oxymoron <laughs> to say corrupt 1MDB officials. One is a number two. <laughs> if you say 1MDB official, people know... That's that's actually la- the la- the Latin word for corrupt, you know? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. <laughs> True story, yeah. <laughs> a number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account, uh, Lynch told press last week. The co-conspirators laundered their stolen funds through a complex web of opaque transactions and fraudulent shell companies with bank accounts in countries around the world, including Switzerland, Singapore, and the United States. How much money was this again that they were using as their personal bank account? Three point five billion US dollars. Uh, Petro Saudi, uh, which is not a party to the lawsuit, denied the US allegations and said the DOJ asset forfeiture claims are no more than untested allegations. So they were going around this place. Wait, there was one point five somewhere else, or one purpose somewhere so else. So the three, so one billion. Yeah. They co-joint venture with co-joint venture, okay. Petro Saudi. Petro Saudi. Okay, then one point three billion was in the Swiss bank. No, Goldman Sachs. They oh, they, oh, they Sachs. made okay. bonds and stuff like that, and they got paid like a lot of money also. Okay. And then they uh that that was one point five billion. Okay. Uh, one point four billion. Then okay. another one point three billion. Okay. Which altogether is three point seven billion. Right. Uh, one point three billion. They also Goldman Sachs uh bond and in Singapore. Okay. Now. So in total, these fellows were walking around with basically three point seven billion dollars of yes. spending money, lah. Yes. So I mean, of course. And I went to the ATM and said my fucking debit card couldn't work. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you know when you go to the ATM and you uh, you check your balance uh, and then you go withdraw money uh, and then you know the the options they give you like hundred, two hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you sadly you have to choose other, other amount. amount. Yes. <laughs> and, and then, then 20. Hope, hope they give twenties. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. 
So no. I've I've <laughs> I've identified which Maybank banks only. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Maybank sir. ATMs give give out oh, twenty. So I go there. Okay, yeah, send me yeah, the list. Yeah, yeah please. Uh, I, do, I, I have to spend more petrol going to that specific ATM. Ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> A number of Korab One MDB officials treated. Oh, sorry, I read that part. Okay. okay. Uh, Najib, who used to. Najib, who used every ounce of his power That's to... That's op- Najib. Uh, be, be, no, 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 fuck, fuck respect, the plan. Respect. No. Uh, no, oh! oh! <laughs> okay, no, no. This is this is what's reported. I have to read what they said. Ah, okay. Right? Because in US, Datu Sri or don't care. Okay. Okay, so... They, so, don't, they don't care about grandparents. Sir <laughs> Najib. <laughs> yeah, gee. Yeah, okay. Najib, who has used every ounce of his power to obstruct investigations into the scandal, a charge he denies... Is not no mentioned shit. by name in the U.S. lawsuits now, which refer to him as Malaysian official one. Okay, now here's the thing. Uh, yeah, I mean we know lah. Uh, I mean we know. I, I mean no, we know lah. We know. We know lah. We know. We know. But they never named him. Yeah. So how do we know? Okay, you see the thing is they also came out and said that they couldn't name Malaysian official one because that person was very high up in the governmental uh, this thing and also has diplomatic uni- uh, immunity. Okay. So they cannot name him, but it happens so that if that person is removed from power, mm-hmm. and then they can do investigations and name him. So they have to redo the investigation. They are redoing it now. Okay. Uh, if you don't know, uh, if you don't know, they are redoing now with yes. with the Malaysian this thing okay. and everything, lah. I wonder who it is, lah. I wonder also lah. They say it's Najib. I I don't believe. Hey, chief, no lah. No lah. That fellow, nice, chief. good heart. Hey, good, nice boy lah. Uh. <laughs> but the man in the center of the intricate swindle depicted by the U.S. lawsuits is an advisor of Najib, mm. Jolo, mm. a hero. Adi- a hero? <laughs> a what? <laughs> I'm sorry. You racist bastard. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why the moment? Wait, ah, you fuck. Why the moment a Chinese <laughs> name in this story comes out, you go Haro? <laughs> What's happening? Okay, no. The, the, <laughs> the university he went to is it's called, called Haro. Haro. No. You see, it says. No. Are you, are you serious? I'm not joking. Jolo, a Haro educator. <laughs> no, stop it. H A R R O W, okay? Old friend of Prime Minister's stepson. Uh, right? So, okay. Lao, a baby faced young man. Who likes to party with the likes of Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton, and calls his Goldman Sachs banker bro, according to DOJ? That's this fucking. That's the Malaysian thing, lah. You yeah. call everyone. You call everyone bro, right? I went pump petrol, so I <laughs> called the flow bro today. No, but I'm. Yeah, actually, but he's not giving you free petrol, lah. No, 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 but yeah, I'm yeah. actually quite close to him, lah. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, like you all hold hands. Yeah, all yeah. So, uh, this guy is accused by the US of masterminding the theft of 2 billion from 1MDB which was sent to bank accounts in Switzerland, Singapore and the Virgin Islands. Okay. Now, okay. So, sorry, hold on. I've uh. heard this. Let me just interject a little bit. Uh. I've heard this said about uh, Jolo. Uh. Planned everything. Yeah. He's a mastermind. Uh-huh. That fucker with his face. Uh, have you seen his face? Uh? Uh, yeah. Have you, you seen Jason Leong? Uh? Yeah. Lah, correct. Uh, same. Okay. Uh, have you seen Jolo's face? Does he look like he can mastermind anything? Uh? Well, he went to Harrow. <laughs> You went Haro yeah. University. Yeah. yeah, you went to Haro University <laughs> to study economics. No, I don't know what he studied. Yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, Masscom lah, <laughs> probably. Probably with psychology. That fucking, with that fucking face, I t- see. This is this, this is what I mean. You know, this whole entire one MDB thing, right? Yeah, that we've been following since before this. I do. I really doubt the capacity of the people actually involved in this that they could. 
No, but it's it, that, that's that's why it's so stupid. That's why it's so like it's so obvious. That's why they all got caught. That's right? why. That's why. That's the only reason. Let's face it, like because you, you're a bunch of you, dumb you, shits. Isn't you, you're it? trying to tell me that other leaders of other countries don't do this shit. Of course they do. They, of course they take money. But of course none they do of it. them got caught on this level. Because they're you know. stupid. The fucking stupid. Let okay. me read oh, this. Okay, okay, okay. Keep getting ahead of myself. Okay, but of course, Lao has said that he has not broken any laws and he's not being investigated. Okay, so Lao sidekick Riza Aziz, Najib, Najib stepson. Ah, the, the red granite. Uh, yes, so he abang, produced ah, The ah. Wolf of Wall Street, Martin Scorsese's tale of corruption, decadence, and greed. Okay. Uh, both he and Lao were thanked by uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in the Golden Globes acceptance speech. So he went like, hey, you know, Joe and uh, Riza, yeah, thank you so much for, you know, all the money. Mm. So in 2001, Lau took his 20% stake in EMI, which is the world's largest music publishing company, for 106 million. In the same year, he bought 30 million penthouse for his father at the Time Warner Center in Manhattan, overlooking Central Park. Riza, Riza's uh, Hollywood production company ha- has said that there has never been anything inappropriate about Red Granite Pictures or Riza Aziz's business activities. Anything inappropriate? Yes, apparently. Okay, yeah. So, so all this yeah. more is laid out in the US What's fight. inappropriate is these people with this kind of money yes, that's throwing shit yeah, around. That is disgusting. It's yeah. disgusting. You wait, let me read the Joe Lowe's okay. uh, spending also. Okay? Okay, all yeah. this is laid out in the US filing. Which is which details claim of an amazing heist carried out by conspirators who rinse billions from the peoples of Malaysia through offshore accounts and shell companies in tax havens such as Seychelles and British Virgin Islands. Mm. The scale of the enterprise echoes Balzac's maxim. <laughs> What Balzac? <laughs> who? No, Balzac ma- maxim that behind every great fortune lies a great crime. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because that that that's the quote of that yeah, yeah, yeah. Balzac. Anyway. <laughs> The global effort to uncover Malaysia's missing billions began with Xavier Justo. He leaked 90 gigabytes of data. That's a lot of gigabytes. Lah. Yeah, I think most of it is porn. Lah. <laughs> Including 227,000 emails from his former employer, PetroSaudi, and an oil services company that had signed the first major deal with 1MDB, PetroSaudi. Uh, without these files, there would be no reckoning. Now, PetroSaudi has obviously denied everything. Denied everything lah. Yeah. Any wrongdoing. So, Petros Justo's connection with Petro Saudi was his long friendship with one of the company's two founders, Saudi national named Tariq Obaid. The two men had met back in the late 1990s where they both partied regularly in the nightclubs of Geneva. In 2006, the two men were inseparable. Hmm. Justo had become as bros la bros, ah, bros la. Ah, okay. but you know Swiss bros la so they yeah. bros. Uh, so br- 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 Bruce <laughs> Bruce In in season of Bruce, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. I think you had a stroke, lah. A little bit, lah. Just so it become an established businessman running a large financial services firm, Finifor, Fininfor, F I N I N F O R, and the owner of a Geneva night spot named Platinum Club. Ah, wait, we went to a Platinum Club in Bangkok, right? We did. Okay. Not talk who, about it. Who owns this one now, Joe? No, this is all Justo. Oh, Justo. Okay, okay. okay. So now we're going back to the Justo <laughs> story, lah. Okay, yeah. Okay, so uh, Justo regi- regarded Obaid as a younger brother, and in 2008 lent him thirty thousand and a desk in the Finito office to help him start Petro Saudi. Lent him a desk, or so. Yeah. So basically, okay, this <laughs> Obaid thirty thousand bucks and a desk. And a desk. <laughs> 
Like you know, you need office space, what? Yeah. Like you know how we are looking for office space. Because that's a typical thing you give to a bro, right? <laughs> bro, thirty thousand bucks <laughs> and a fucking IKEA table. <laughs> so Obaid and Justo were an unlikely pair, brought together by the love of high life. Justo, the son of a Spanish immigrant to Switzerland, mm. did not go to university. It's okay. Okay, he didn't go to Harrow. Yeah. Because you know he's. I not don't think anybody wants to. Do <laughs> it's a damn good university, apparently. <laughs> Obaid is a graduated. Are they kung fu fighting all the time? <laughs> Obaid is a graduate of Georgetown University in the pre- prestigious School of Foreign Service. His brother Nawaf uh, served as a special advisor to the Saudi ambassador in the UK. Okay. Okay. <coughs> so Obaid's Petro Saudi co-founder, Prince Turki bin Abdullah, is the seventh son of the late King Abdullah bin Abdul Aziz, who is the ruler of Saudi Arabia from 2005. Till his death in 2015. Okay. So this okay lah got connections lah this lah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when Justo left Geneva in 2009, Petro Saudi was a little more than a name in a calling card. Formerly incorporated in London with an address, uh, an anonymous business unit near Victoria. Mm. Two years later, it had taken 1.83 billion. Okay. Within so the span of two years, so th- so they opened up this one. Like what do we do he here? He got la? a desk in 30,000. No. And now it's worth 1.83 billion. This was in obviously in 2009, yeah. yeah. So Petro Saudi's business was excess capitalism, mm. opening doors with the help of friends in high places. The basic idea was to capture a piece of the huge oil revenues being generated by state-owned firms, developing countries, treasure chest, and waiting to be unlocked by a firm that was a vehicle of the Saudi royal family, oh. which could count on the full support of the kingdom's diplomatic corps. Petro Saudi told potential partners that it controlled oil fields in Central Asia. Which it would put up as collateral to secure cash from state investors. Mm-hmm. So basically, they're middlemen, lah. Okay. Uh, doing nothing, just opening doors. Just telling, hey, you go and talk to this fella. You talk to this fella. You pay ah. me so that then I can facilitate uh, uh, setting up your oil one and sell your oil here, and you can buy this land and that land. And ba- it's basically like any other fella you go and you meet in Bangsa and say, oh yeah, I know this fella, bro. I know the fella. I can talk to you and I can settle it for you. Ah, this basically what it is, right? Basically, you just read from their mission statement. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mission statement is, bro, I can do for you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know, I know the fella. The fella, lah. That fella. Dodi, Dodi, lah. La. This was the pitch that landed Petro Saudi's founders a meeting with the Malaysian Prime Minister in August 2009 on board a 92-meter mega yacht of the coast of Monaco. Yeah. Obaid and the Prince Turki, mm. Turki, mm-hmm. uh, spent a day with Najib, his advisors Jolo, and other members of the Prime Minister's family. Snapshots on the boat. On the boat. I'm on a boat. Oh, I'm na- on a boat. Najib's a boatman. Ah. It's a boatsman. <laughs> I don't know whether he's a boatsman or not, but I'm sure they had staff but to drive. But he was on a boat at one point. He was okay, on okay. a boat with these people, lah. Snapshots see, taken at the meeting have took uh, have look of a holiday cruise, baseball cap, shorts. But their discussion was very serious. And business. there was just Rosma alone. <laughs> what resulted <laughs> was a decision for Lao and Obai to work together on a deal that would allow them both to control mind-boggling sums of money. Now, Lao held no formal position in the Malaysian government, obviously. He had become trusted confidant to the Prime Minister. Despite his youth, at 29 at that time, Lau had become an instrumental, had, be, had been instrumental in working with Goldman Sachs to set up a sovereign wealth fund to invest the revenues of an oil-rich Malaysian state. Okay. Ah, we got oil money lah. Okay, 
I mean, we do. Okay, 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 okay. So it's all coming together, lah. Yes. Although Lao is just facilitating everything. Yes. And like, okay. Yeah. So around this time, that Lao and Najib went boating with the Petro Saudi founders. The Malaysian central government took control of the wealth fund, which was soon renamed One Malaysia Development Fund, which is One MDB, lah. Mm. And given a mandate to promote the economic development of Malaysia, the fund had more than one billion to spend, and the Prime Minister. Najib had the sole power to approve investments and hire a fi- and hire and fire board members and managers. Lau appeared to facilitate transactions. According to DOJ, he even attended board meetings of One MDB and acted as a link to the Prime Minister. Even though he had nothing to do with One MDB, he had nothing to do One MDB. Okay, he had yeah, nothing correct, to do with the government also. Correct. Like he's that he's that fellow you that simply fillers, bring la. to meeting. Ah, uh, so they had for no two, fucking reason one, you know. So had they had two fillers lah. Okay. So we had the Petro Saudi who's hey we can do for you lah bro. Uh, we can do, bro. I can do for you. Ah. Uh, and the other fellow, I can do for you, bro. I also can do for uh, you. Ah, yeah lah. Okay. So the new fund's first major deal was signed a few. You know weeks. how many people we personally know, like how many people you go on yeah. any night out in Bangsa and they are talking shit. Yeah. This entire thing is just this is just another. It's it's a high scale level of everyone in town who just talks you, shit. Do you, you know. know any how many people actually call me and go like, hey, you know, I so I told these people I know you. So, uh, so I, I, they, and they, 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 and they expect to get a cutback. They expect something. to get a cutback. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, they say, okay, we, I've suggested you for yeah. this uh, event, so you go and do comedy, you get paid. Yeah. I want ten percent. Ah. See, it just, it's so crazy to think how many deals on any level, uh, yeah, are being done by by just. Utterly incompetent people, yes. you know. Yes, it ba- basically we are in the in the time and of everyone, the middleman. Yeah, and everyone talks like they know. They do. They, no one knows. Nobody knows shit. Nah. This fellow called me. He doesn't even know me. We've never met. He just said, "Ah, yeah, I I told him I know you. Just tell him I know you." It's just people walking around shoveling shit in and out of their mouths every day. You know? Exactly. The first. The the new fund's first major deal was signed few weeks after the meeting with Petro Saudi, a 2.5 billion joint venture agreement between Petro Saudi and One MDB, in during the visit by Najib to Saudi Arabia in 2009. Mm. So the press release said that the joint venture would make strategic investments in high impact projects and underscored the confidence of Saudi Arabia has in Malaysia. Okay. Why the fuck we need them to be confident in us for? No, no, because they're rich. Oh. Ah. Fuck la. them, lah! No, no, no. Let's not. Uh, no, why? For what? Because they chop off your dick. And no, shit. So they can chop off their own dicks, lah. I'm Malaysian. Uh, fuck you, man. Okay, calm down. Okay. They, they stone you. To Asia unto Asia. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but Asia unto Asia. The 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 Middle East uh. is in Asia. No. Yes, it is. What continent is no, it? No, it then? is. It is half. No, how is it half? Then the other half is what? The other half? No, Middle East is Middle East, lah. It's not a continent on its own. No, it's not. But it's a part of the world. I, they are not. It's Asian. part of the world. It's a part wow. of the world. They wow. are not Asian. They are Asian. No, they are not. They are. They are part of the Asian continent. They But according to the U.S. Justice Department, the deal was merely a pretense for the fraudulent transfer of more than one billion from one MDB to a Swiss bank account controlled by Lao, a 29-year-old with no official position in one MDB or Petro Saudi. Uh, Petro Saudi has always maintained that all one MDB funds were paid in. To the entities owned by its shareholders, 
the multi-billion dollar joint venture deal was completed with an extraordinary speed, less than one month shortly after the Yard meeting on 28 August 2009. Obaid had introduced Lau to Patrick Mahoney, the company director who handled PetroSaudi's business affairs. According to documents seen by The Guardian, Lau Mahoney met for lunch in New York in, on 9 September to discuss the joint venture. Right. Okay. So now we got so this Patrick going Mahoney everywhere and talking to everybody and getting people to sign. Yes. Yeah. So basically, that's his Patrick, only job, right? Patrick Mahoney is the guy who basically, you know, he's the head of Petro Saudi. Ah. Lau is the spokesperson for One MDB. Ah. So now they are talking. Okay. All right. So basically, the money is money is going. Okay. So after dinner, after dinner at Masa, what they had, a sushi restaurant where the set menu cost $540 a head, ah. US dollars. Ah, okay. Mahoney emailed Lau the next day with an offer. We know there are deals you are looking at where you may want to use Petro Saudi. We would be happy to do that. You need to let us know where. Mm. So basically that's, you know, from the Justos emails. Lah. Okay, Petro Saudi said the documents seen by the Guardian are unreliable, stolen, fake, and they have been selectively quoted. Okay. Right. So less than three weeks later, the deal was done. Petro Saudi would contribute 1.5 billion oil and gas assets to the joint venture, while One MDB would inject 1 billion in cash. Yes, bags of money. According to the U.S. count filing, One MDB transferred 300 million to an account belonging to Petro Saudi joint venture. The remaining 700 million was sent to a Swiss account at RBS Couts, controlled by the Seychelles registered shell company named Goodstar. Now the so they're doing typical uh, um, what do you call this uh, evil people nonsense la. Yes. evil rich people nonsense of course I put money here I put money there I take out I transfer here I put money there la. yes okay. so basically US authorities claim that officials of 1MDB provided false information to banks about the ownership of Goodstar account in order to divert the 700 million yeah no shit in documents seen by the Guardian uh, 30th September 2009 Petro Saudi appears to direct the 700 million to be paid to an account controlled by the company, but three days later, they, when the compliance department and RBS Couts requested further details about the name of the beneficiary of the account, mm -hmm. the address given by 1MDB was the Goodstar account. So on the same day... Oh, so wait, 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 wait. So that money was supposed to go to 1MDB yes. for development yes for the joint venture to do whatever the fuck they whatever they're supposed to do, to do like huh? the fake shit that they were going to plan with the oil and everything yeah so uh, so basically yeah you have to go through this this uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. The, the the people la. yeah so the people saw okay it's going there uh. then three so days someone at the bank was oh okay they want to transfer to uh one mdb let me just get your swift code yeah <laughs> let me just get like, can I confirm your email? Uh, yeah. So then, <laughs> and then when they ask for that, uh, then it's suddenly diverted to good stuff. Okay. Uh, so on the same day, second October, Lau emailed Mahoney to say should be cleared soon. Okay. Okay. Petro Saudi told the government. Uh, Petro Saudi told the Guardian, no money put in the joint venture by One MDB was misappropriated or missing. Its investment was re was repaid with profit. All transfers for One MDB were paid with the full approval of One MDB board. Which is who? We shall not get into that. <laughs> According to documents seen by the Guardian, <laughs> right? The good they, start. These fuckers <laughs> are spinning everything when it's so obvious. It's very it's obvious. It's so obvious. They just no. They they try to cover it up, la, But the no, only but problem they're is covering up in a way where it's like we all know, and they're just saying shit because they have to say. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's that's that's. They never thought they're gonna get caught. Yeah. 
Yeah, they thought they were being so smart. Exactly. They, it's all money. It's just money yeah. transfer here, transfer there, and then oh, you know, it went to one MDB what? But three days later, changed to gold sala. Ah. But they don't know the internet is forever lah. Ah, yeah lah. Yeah, so according to documents seen by the Guardian, the good start transaction made by Obaid, then 32, Mahoni, then 33 were very rich men, right? The records indicate that 30th September 2009, Goodstar agreed to pay 85 million to Obaid, which the Seychelles company described as a fee for brokering services. Mm. Right. So the money was then deposited. Finder's to Obaid, fee lah. A uh, finder's fee lah. Okay. Uh, deposited to Obaid Swiss JP Morgan account. At the same time, emails and legal documents indicate that Mahoney was given a contract as investment manager for Goodstar. Okay. So on October 20th, Obaid emailed his contact at JP Morgan to request 33 million be transferred to an account belo- belonging to Mahoney. Mm. So he basically, you know, he got the money and then paid himself yeah. also lah, one shot. So four days later, Mahoney be- began discussing the setup at an offshore company to buy 6.7 million townhouse in Notting Hill. Mm. Okay, by 12 December, the contracts for the houses has been exchanged. The former banker created numbered bank account in Switzerland, paid all the payments purchased made up from this account via British Virgin Islands a company that Mahoney has set up, shell companies lah. Uh, in response to questions from the Guardian, Petro Saudi said the payments to Obaid were was not a brokerage fee, but the, uh, but the transfer of the 33, 33 million to Mahoney had nothing to do with Petro Saudi Petro Saudi one MDB joint venture. So that was just simply to just uh, his salary, is it? Ah. His fucking salary, is Apparently. it that much? Okay. Yes. And then the money for salary all came from where? Tinella. Ah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. From Jolo's backside, <laughs> is it? Actually, ah. there might be money there. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. wouldn't know, no. No, now he has to hide everything everywhere. Yeah, So okay, now back to Xavier Justo. Okay. Okay, Laura and Javier, Javier, Javier. No, Xavier. Xavier. Okay, let's 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 lock down his name now. Should we just call him Xavier? No. Okay. I don't want to associate <laughs> the gr- the good professor's name with this bastard. Wait, wait, wait. You don't know Diflo is a bastard no, yet. No, 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 no. I know. I'm, I mean, I know the story. I'm just saying. Okay. No, let's don't not, know the story. Let's no, no. Let's not call an uneducated. Uh, no, sorry. Diflo uh, didn't go to university. Yes. Yes. Who went to party in Bangkok for four years? I don't ah. associate him with uh, Professor Charles Xavier. Okay, la. so Xavier Justo was okay. blissfully unaware of their friends Obaid's changing fortunes, mm. right? Oh, so he he, d- he didn't know what's going on. Okay, he, d- he and Laura were just you know. Oh, I uh, can see where this is going already. Okay. They 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 were sunning themselves on Thailand's Andaman coast, uh, December 2009, when Obaid rang Justo, offering him a director's position in London with Petro Saudi. Okay. Okay, so he told Justo the company had just become an overnight success, and he needed someone who could help it grow. Yeah. So Justo rejected the offer first. He said, uh, but he was eventually persuaded mm-hmm. by the temptation of a well-paid adventure. Okay. Okay. So according to Justo, Obaid promised him a salary of four hundred thousand pounds. Well, a month. I I hope this is a year. Lah. I'm not sure. Uh, but four hundred thousand pounds. Millions in bonuses and a perk of a ten thousand pounds a week flat in Mayfair, Central London. Yeah, I mean, ten thousand pounds a week flat in Mayfair. So, so just so basically, when you know he heard this job offer, he also like he's cock hard lah. So he he I went mean, for a job. And here we are. Yeah. Trying to find the cheapest happy hour price on a fucking weekend. Yeah, yeah. So and by June, oh God. Uh, he so he he pitched up in London in the spring of 2010, and by June, uh, he was a Petro Saudi director, lah. Okay. 
So he was kept out of the lucrative Asian businesses. Uh, instead, Justo, a native Spanish speaker, was tasked with launching the new operation in Venezuela. Mm. Spending much of 2011 uh, flying between London and Caracas of Venezuela. Okay. Between September 2010 and May 2011, 1MDB agreed to lend an additional $830 million to the joint venture with PetroSaudi, bringing the 1MDB's total investment to $1.83 billion okay. US dollars. So of these new payments, US officials alleged $330 million was paid to the Swiss account they say was controlled by Lao and on the basis of request by Obaid, who is identified uh, in the legal U.S. complaint as Petro Saudi CEO? Okay. Okay. So he so they put another eight hundred thirty million inside, and he took three hundred thirty million. Ah. So emails and bank records have been been seen suggest that that in nine months, in September two thousand ten, Obai transferred seventy seven million from his Swiss J.P. Morgan account to his Petro Saudi co-founder Prince Turki bin Abdullah. Okay. So the prince is also getting paid, lah. Yeah. So uh, everyone using his name, what? So so the so the money is just circling around. Yeah, there's, there's no investments, you know. I don't know what what they're investments they're talking. They're not using the talking. money for anything. Yeah. it's just money coming into this circle. Uh, they say they say basically right? they're saying, oh, I invest in this company. Okay. But this company is basically just taking the money and going, hey, you want money? I take lah. Ah. Hey, you want money? I take okay. lah. So so the money that is going, so the money that is involved in this circle jerk, mm. where is that money initially coming from? The one MDB lah. Ah, and so 1MDB, the money is coming in from Because there. only people who's putting in cash in this business yeah. is 1MDB because Petro Saudi only put their the assets. Initial, ah, their assets, yeah. Which cannot be liquefied because you can't, you know. And, no, and the thing it's is, it's not like the fucking, uh, 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 what do you call this, uh, 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 Saudi kingdom is putting money in. No, no, right? of course not. Of course not. It's just basically assets. Okay. Ah. So, so the only <laughs> so the only liquid money that's going on here is uh, is uh, is one uh, MDB. Uh huh. And where and 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 where again is one MDB getting its money from? Uh, money lah. Ah, uh, from where? Uh, Malaysia lah. Ah, uh. uh, from us lah. Ah, uh, remember okay. when you when you when you take out right. APM money, you pay one ringgit. Ah, uh. then on top of that you pay GST six that, percent. That's six cents. Ah, uh. uh. that lah. Oh, I was wondering where that money was. It's because because usually whenever I get charged GST all this while, yes, I felt a slight pinch in my rectum. <laughs> what is slight, huh? No, no, no. Because the 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 six percent was small, like. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but we, multiple times throughout the day, you know yes, what I mean. Yeah, ah, I, ah, ah, ah. So do you want me to? I I, I don't know. Are, are you what, doctor, asking ah? me to pinch your rectum? Please or? don't. Okay, maybe later. So, uh. If, uh, controlled by La- uh, okay, so Prince Tuki also received 27, uh, 24 million from Goodstar account controlled by Lao, and within days, 20 million from these funds were transferred to an account belonging to Malaysian Prime Minister Najib. Badawi. Oh, Najib, sorry. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Don't simply bring that fella inside, okay? That fella didn't do anything. He's a nice fella. Ah, good heart. Meanwhile, Lao has become, uh, is becoming well known in the New York club scene as a fixer for global super rich. Mm. So he was the guy like, going to New York like, I can do like, I no, can do. No, this is that fucker, right? Uh. Who lucked into money. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, obviously, he's an idiot. It's not what he knows, it's who he knows. Yeah, yeah. he's got no skills, whatever. Na- nothing. And almost everything I've read about him says he's got no charisma, no charm, no nothing. Also, what I read about Jason Lowe. Jason Leong. Jason Leong. See, I, c- I can't even see his uh, name properly. Yeah, <laughs> 
No, correct lah. No charisma. Jason wishes he was this rich. Now, uh, no, no, but the charisma and the other parts. <laughs> this fella uh. is going around clubs and all that. He's just one of these fuckers, right? Who, oh, yeah. who, who, who thinks he's big because of the things he has. I mean, sorry, bec- uh, 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 because of the things he was given. Right. But he doesn't actually have anything in his life. Like, like he's got, as a person, he's shit, you know. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, well, why, why? I mean, think about it. If you are getting 20 million, 200 million, 300 million... You don't need a personality. You don't need a personality, okay, la, dude. To be yeah. fair, I mean... Yeah, yeah, look, yeah, yeah, this yeah, guy, yeah, I agree. This guy has been, you know, uh, uh, snapped uh, with Crystal... Uh, what do you call it? Who's uh, that, No, the, the, the champagne. Oh, I Crystal. thought you were, I thought talking about someone. R&B singers or Hollywood I stars. I assume that's what their names are now. <laughs> like, look, uh, according to US authorities, Lau spent $100 million from the joint venture in transactions, properties in Hollywood, $40 million in New York apartments and the funding for Wolf of Wall Street. And the US complaint alleges that he can be directly traced to billion dollars diverted from Petro-Saudi joint venture. Of course, yep. Okay. So, yeah. So, th- he's, he's in charge of billions of dollars. He can buy, you know, he can go out with Paris Hilton and he did what he did yeah he he he, he and Miranda Kerr uh, and stuff like that I mean yeah like you got that kind of money you will invite all these people yeah, to come party with you because no one else is going to fucking look at you any other way no no I mean I'm sure he can get a you know waitress at a diner so no I'm sure he can with that kind of money just pull up a photo of him and 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 and, and I'll put it I'll put it in the okay. this thing lah put okay. it put it in this thing and anybody who's listening just look at the picture of Jolo and imagine him without money actually I'll put a picture of Jason Leok just same lah the same thing okay in the meantime Justo was growing dis- disaffected by working conditions in Petro Saudi according to his wife Laura uh, the first sign of discontent was his discovery that his salary payments were not only were only about half of what Justo said. So they offered him 400,000, right? But they only were paying him half. Hey, wait, 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 wait. They brought this player in. Ah. Because he kind of made the initial introduction, isn't it, Justo? No, Justo was not involved. Until this point, no. Until this point, no. Oh, okay. But so Justo was just a friend. He, oh, sorry, he sorry, was sorry, the one who gave 30,000. Sorry, sorry, my mistake. So Justo was just a friend. He was chilling in the beach in yeah. uh, Thailand. Yes. Just sunning it up. Yes. With the lady boys. Yes. Uh, it's Thailand, shut the fuck okay. up. Of course he was. Okay. Really Swiss. With um, his wife. <laughs> the, the wife also like the lady boys. Um, he got a call and said, hey, come work for me, bro. Yes. I can give you good money, bro. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, he's like, hey, bro, why the money not here, bro? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So Don't ask your friend. Don't, don't laugh. Why? Friend, friend, why? So a slight compounded when he learned that the promised multi-million pound bonus which would be con- uh, would be considerably less than that. So instead of uh, six figures bonus, he mm. only got seven. Oh, you poor thing! <laughs> Ayo. So you know, I mean, Oh yes, ah. No, but if you promise something, you're supposed to be given. I, it, I no 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 no. Yeah, but I I you know I feel really bad. Okay, so there were. I other feel so <laughs> bad, you know. That it was a seven-figure uh, uh, thing. Bonus. He was promised seven-figure bonus, and he only got six, lah. He got shafted, lah, bro. Ayo. So there were other. Let that means might as well just be poor, lah. One shot. What's the difference? You know what I mean? So there were other. Fucking. <laughs> Sorry, ah. Wait. No, no, I no. Need to <laughs> you need to calm the fuck down. No, if you promise something, 
you need to be paid something. If you promise a million, you should be paid a million, not hundred thousand. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm so just, I'm finding uh, a very hard time sympathizing with anyone involved yet <laughs> so far. So far, okay. So, but now anyway, there were other problems as well, lah. So apparently, uh, sometimes he he get paid late. This guy, hold on. Sometimes not at all. Hold on, hold on. This uh, is what I want to say. I know, the, uh, like, I kind of know what happens with the justo now. Wait, wait, hold on. Okay, no, no. And also, he claimed that he ended up paying the rent on the Mayfair. Uh, that it was supposed to be covered by his employees, you know, ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ended up having so to pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ended up paying. Yeah, yeah. Good. This is this is my question. But when he said okay to the job, uh huh, did he know what exactly he was doing? No, obviously not. He didn't know. I mean, he. So did he also get thirty thousand dollars in a desk just sit there? Uh, no, but more lah, four hundred thousand a four, month. Four hundred thousand a month. Pounds. Pounds, and two desks. Hopefully, a desk overlooking a bloody. Ah. See or something lah. But what was his actual? What was this company? So he, they are. They, so they, he is in charge of the the develop- London, the development on the London base uh-huh. where he was, of course, in Venezuela lah. He was developing that. What actually so he happened? Was not, he was not in charge of the Asia this thing. Okay, but so did he do anything in Venezuela? Uh, apparently he built the business lah. Okay. I don't know. Like doing I what? Do, doing. I don't know. Maybe I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck this business does. Because you want the job, isn't it? No, I just want to know what they do. They, I, they, they don't. Don't. Don't say they invest and they develop. What is the thing? Where is the the, the fuck? I want to hold the thing. I don't know. Ah. I don't know. I'm. <laughs> I do. do okay. okay. I don't. Nobody knows what they do. They yeah. they basically fixer uppers, lah. Yeah. Maybe they go to Venezuela and say, "Hey, Venezuelan, come here." So what you I'm <laughs> trying to, what I'm asking is, uh. is just to complaining about not paying, not being paid the on pro- time, on time, uh, and, and, the, uh, and the amount that he's promised, and the, and the amount that he was promised for doing nothing. No, I I'm sure he's doing something. It's so a he job. He did something. Okay, is, uh, there is something, lah. But w- w- what? <laughs> Okay, so at first, Justin and Laura thought that these were just mishaps, nothing malicious, just corporate bookkeeping. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. I mean, you will start like, 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 like you know, it, it's a everyday occurrence where yeah. it, you know people in pay you six hundred thousand instead of six million. So it, it happens. It yeah. Happens. So he became increasingly increasingly dismayed by Obed's behavior. Justo told friends that Obed had become arrogant. After striking striking it rich, mm-hmm. so Justo was especially disturbed by what he described as a change in his younger Saudi friend, telling people that Obaid had become irrational, displayed uncontrollable rage. Okay, okay so Justo and Obaid's long friendship stretched to a breaking point over twelve months of a highly charged corporate life. Finally, snapped at the end of two thousand ten, Justo missed a flight for an important meeting. He apologized to Obaid, but according to Justo, his friend went mad, sending him a stream of abuse via text messages and emails. I mean, you you missed the flight, lah. Okay. I mean, you know, billions of dollars. You know, I also be angry, lah. If you're rich, you cannot book another flight, ah. It's a very good point, no? Just get the get the next one. Yeah. I mean, or you hire a private jet, lah. Yeah. Your you you got money. Yeah. You missed the flight. Ah. Uh. You can delay a meeting. Yeah, I mean, but not maybe not by much lah. Maybe gam gam we arrive when it's late meeting. Ah, maybe lah. But you okay? So these are idiots who got money and don't know how to use yeah. the money properly. Okay. So sick with worry, Justo decided to resign in March 2011. Right. The angry emails exchange exchanges that followed. Obai called Justo arrogant and a smart ass. In April, things came to a head in Mayfair. 
Um, <laughs> they fucking so this all they fight him when yes. they fought with each other. Yes, because he missed because, the flight. No, because one flirt tapas with the, so it is basically comes down to macha the flirt not talking the flirt talking to be slack lah macha. Yes ah. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> So amid the marble, dark leather, and metal art deco detailing the exclusive <laughs> Connaught Hotel Bar, Mahoni and Connaught, 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 not Taman Connaught, ah, Taman Connaught, lah, yeah, they were here. <laughs> Mahoney and Justo hammered out the terms of his departure. According to Justo, Mahoney had agreed to pay him six point five million Swiss francs. That's a five million pound severance. Mm. However, in the midst of the heated discussion, Mahoney's phone rang, and it was a boy. Who apparently told Mahoney to settle on five million Swiss francs, which is three hundred, uh, three point eight five million. Okay. So Justo, who had poured his heart out to Mahoney, telling him Mahoney, telling him that this was his lowest point emotionally, shed tears, and later Justo claims that he was told his severance package would be four million Swiss francs. Holy shit! Which is three million pounds. Okay. So the so so at first he was supposed to get six point two. Yeah. And then they said uh, he got a call and said only pay him five. Only pay him five. And then he got end, end, and then end cry cry all. Cry cry and then and then he ended up paying even less. Yes, four, four, four. Oh yo, so oh my god. So as the rancor set in, just wait. Uh, that's such. A, I mean, it's so fucked up, you know, that someone. You know, when I left my job, I got like what thousand ringgit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so fucked up that 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 you know you got paid four million instead of six. Like that's horrible. Horrible. If I were him, I would kill myself. Yeah. Well. There's still time, you know. It's 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 like you might as well just be homeless if yeah. with four million. Yeah, four million. Four what million is what, what can yeah. you do with four million? Four million is just ho- it's just ho- it's it's homeless money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know homeless people got more money. Than yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. So as the rancor said, it Justo took a copy of the data of Petro Saudi service in September 2013. A little more than two years after he had left Petro Saudi, Justo sent a fateful email to Mahoney. Justo was insistent that he be paid what he was owed. Warning that if he did they didn't pay, he would leak these files lah of the service. The official side paints a nice picture, but in reality, commissions, commissions, commissions. You know, basically, what he's talking about, Petro Saudi lah. Oh, okay. the the official side paints a very nice picture. Right, but, right. But in reality, it's all commissions, commissions, commissions. Okay, okay, right. Okay. So, in the furious email exchanges that followed, Mahoney accused just just of blackmail. Mahoney. Presently told his former colleague, "What troubles me so much is the way in which I see the situation ending, with the destruction of you." Okay. All right. So now back to one MDB. Okay, that few, sounds very ominous. Yes. It sounds like a super villain shit. You know, only none of these people are qualified. Yeah. They just okay. This <laughs> petty crap. You know. So a few months later, over a Chinese meal in London. Villa. <laughs> <laughs> The Chinese were in London quite nice. Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, the journalist, uh, the journalist who took the break open, uh, the one MDB scandal first heard rumors about an extraordinary heist in Malaysia. Claire Rucastle Brown, who showed, uh, met a contact in a restaurant in Baywater, who showed her screen grabs of internal documents from Petro Saudi, a single printed page, uh, where there were highlights of Petro Saudi dealings with One MDB under the heading "Thousands of Documents Related to the Deals," email, faxes, transcripts. She recognized the names in and the deal. Her heart skipped a beat. A bomb went off my head. She quoted. Uh, she knew right away that it, this was a huge story. Okay. So, uh, she, working out of a tiny kitchen in central London, she published a story, exposing corruptions, 
in the timber and oil industries that were despoiling the country's rainforest for profit. Now she did the obviously the Sarawak. This is Sarawak, yes. Ah, Sarawak yeah. things. So her email was hacked and she w- she received death threats, but she carried on regardless. In early 2013, Malaysian politi- politicians labeled her an enemy of the state. Okay. So rather than be cowed, she uh, she considered this badge uh, this a badge of honor. In person, Rukasa Brown is a curious mix of Baudi and the Brave. I don't know what that means, by the way. How do you spell that? B a w d y. Oh, body. Uh, body. Ah, uh, like uh, bold lah. Like uh, bold. bold like and the brave. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, almost to no point. Reckless or mantra. I just want the story. Yeah. So, basically, what happened was, uh, she, after meeting, after the meeting in Basewater, Rukasa Brown knew that she needed to get the one MDB documents, right? This was the documents right. we just told lah. Okay. The first hurdle was the source. Of the Petro Saudi papers, apparently wanted millions for the information, so Justo wanted to get paid lah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. he wanted his two million lah, pretty. So he was gonna get it no matter what. Uh, yeah lah, that's what he was thinking. Okay, so, so it was money that she did not have. Because I uh, okay, so because people kept telling him, telling that he was a whistleblower, whistleblower, right, right, like uh, like uh, what's his face, Snowden and uh, uh, the, the other one, the other lah, uh, uh, Assange. Ah, Assange, yeah. No, no. Uh, well, he ran a whistleblower website, but still. Okay. Um, did they ask for two million? <laughs> no, but we, they were they were themselves. I, I mean, their sources would have asked for money, lah. From him. Yeah. Okay. Ah, so they, so anyway, so yeah, she didn't want it. It's Justo who wanted his two million because okay. he he uh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 failed no, no, no. attempt to blackmail his no, own employers. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying Justo like, hey, uh, the, uh, I blackmail them and they don't want to pay me, so I, I give you this one, you pay me instead, can I? Right lah. So, so his entire goal at this point is to just get his bank account to six million. He just wants the six million. Yes, that's he just all wants, he wants, right? yeah, That's all he wants. Okay. Okay. So so now. Uh, Another stumbling block was that no journalist in Malaysia wanted to touch the story. In Malaysia, Prime Minister Najib had just won a tightly contested elections, which was the last election, uh, not the not the one the just previous, happened, the, the previous one, general yeah. election thirteen. Yes, thirteen, uh, and uh, now it's flush with power, right? So rumors were swirling around the cache of Petro Saudi uh, documents. Some said the Russian mafia was behind the data dump, while others speculated that it might be an ele- elaborate trap set by the Prime Minister to ensnare his critics. Okay. Right, so undeterred, Rukasa Brown arranged her contact to meet the source in Thailand. So in 2014, she pitched up at the lobby at the Plaza Athini, Athini, okay, yeah, hotel in Bangkok, yeah. and she told her Very husband, thin, thin, uh, a, a thin hotel, <laughs> Athini, oh, Athini hotel, Athini. I okay. don't know, I don't know. It's A T H E N E E, but the E all got the accents on top. Oh, okay. Uh, what accent, Swiss? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, she had told her husband that she was hoping to meet a balding, bespectacled Swiss guy. Instead, into the foyer step, Javier Justo, a muscular six foot six inch tall. Is that necessary? Yeah, yeah I, I know. I mean, at this point, I'm. I'm I how 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 is how is this? They they want to paint a picture, lah. No, the, uh, how is that relevant? How is that pertinent to anything? <laughs> So okay, so so this thing So she. So on top of all that, ah, <laughs> uh, this fucker is getting more likes on your Tinder, is it? Pretty much lah. God damn He's it! He's married ah uh, to Laura, and some uh lady boys. Lady boy. Okay, so Justo told Rukasa Brown that he wanted two million in exchange for the Petro Saudi one MDB documents. He said the money he should have been paid 
when he left Petro Petro Saudi lah. So all he wants is that two million. And Claire told you go fuck himself, right? No, hold on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> because usually people ask me for twenty bucks to set them to go fuck themselves. Oh. So at this around this time, concerns one MDB had begun to spread in Malaysia. Financial analytics pointed out that the fund was not generating enough cash to cover interest payments. Also, the billions of dollars of debt it 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 acquired, the hundreds of millions that spent on the artwork, jewelry, real estate, gambling parties did not. Realize any return to the investment? By 2014, Prime Minister Najib and political opponents had taken to taunting him with the accusation that the wealth fund ha- should be renamed One M One Malaysia Debt of Billions. Okay, all right. So who came up with that joke? Ah, huh? in 2014, Najib received another political blow. Mahathir Mohamad, uh, our current Prime Minister, the towering figure of modern Malaysian politics, who served as the Prime Minister from two- 1981 to 2003, announced that he was withdrawing support for Najib. Right, and also, of course, uh, the deputy prime minister at the time, Muhyiddin Yassin, was also fired, and then a few other people, lah, yes. were all fired because of because of making noise about one uh, ah. MDB. Okay. So as the crisis deepened, uh, Rue Castle Brown continued her quest for a person willing to pay for Justus Petro Saudi one MDB documents. She noticed that some of the most searching reporting on the scandal had appeared in Malaysia's best-selling business weekly, The Edge. Sensing that she may have found a wealthy ally, mm. Rukasa Brown contacted okay. the age owner Tong Kui Ong, a former banker turned media tycoon, who owned a number of business publications. Right. So in 2015 January, Tong Rukasa Brown and Justo met in a five-star Singapore hotel, the Fullerton. Oh, I've been uh, there before. Yeah, it's nice. It's very nice. Uh, Tong booked a no, conference room. crazy good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tong booked a conference room and brought a number of IT experts as well as the editor of the Indiana. Edge. Ketat, oh. Chinese lah. So at the meeting, just to lay out the one MDB. So I take with Indian plus. Usually lah, <laughs> but making the same claims that U.S. Department of uh, of Justice would set out 18 months later, right? So he made the same claims. Yes. Uh, namely, hundreds of millions of dollars were intended for economic development in Malaysia had instead diverted to a Seychelles-based company, and the man in the center of the transaction to be Najib's advisor and family friend, Jolo. Yeah. Okay, so it was a huge scoop. Everybody is happy. Uh, th- this fellow said, uh, "Is he getting know, paid or not?" No, but wait lah. It was potentially a huge scoop. Tong agreed to pay Justo two million. Tong and Rukasa Brown were immediately handed disk drives to the data, but the payment was never made. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Justo did not want the money in cash. He worried that a large transfer of funds to his account would look suspicious. Tong offered Justo just one of his monies as collateral. One of his m- what? Money, you okay, know the paintings. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know. But Justo declined, saying, "No, I trust you." So, oh, uh, so finally had the documents lah. Hey, bro. Ah. Uh-huh. I got not enough. I don't have money on me now. Uh, no, no, no. It's okay, bro. It's okay. It's okay. I, I, I trust you, bro. You don't. Uh, I, I don't have money on me now. Here, take my fucking painting. Yeah. But he said no, no, no. It's okay. I trust you, bro. So yeah lah. Okay. So okay. Now the story is out. Okay. So obviously the Sarawak <laughs> report. I just want to know this motherfucker got paid. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. This guy's been getting shafted left, right, and center. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. This so poor Swiss bastard. So okay. the story came out in Sarawak report, uh, and then uh, people started making noise. Yeah. Obviously, uh, the AG who drip, uh, who who wanted to charge Najib yeah. was fired. Yes. Uh, everybody was fired. You know, a few people. So now 
obviously it uh, revealed the ruthless side of Najib lah. No, then so the moment the story broke from uh. then on, uh. let me just summarize it for whoever's listening lah, okay. so we can get uh, to the next part of the story. Also, yes. um, the moment the story broke from then on, um, the, our ex prime minister Najib acted uh, how uh, in in every way possible that he shouldn't have lah. Yeah. So basically, what happened after this? I, I'm just uh, uh, wrapping up, lah. Yes. So okay. So now, just there's so more, right? There's more to this story. There's so it? much more to this story, but I don't think we have time. No. So we'll 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 do a part two, don't we? We'll have to do a part two on this because it's it's basically now because I can feel the stupidity creeping up already. <laughs> <this somewhere. laughs> It it is lah. Okay. It is, okay. It is. No, the but the poor fellow never got paid. <laughs> the poor fellow never. He the, everyone he was asking like, they didn't pay pay me lah. No, I'll give you. He gave them the thing and the fuckers said take my painting. No, no, because he didn't want cash. I know. Like they they I said okay, know. we'll pay I you know. now. I know. We'll but pay you said, now. But he said no. no I you trust know what? you. I trust Are you. Are you fine? <laughs> okay. I mean clearly the fellow didn't go to university lah. <laughs> He's, he's a dumbass lah. So yeah. So no, he was just too shy to say I don't want to take the painting on the plane. Yeah, so the sto- that's how the story came out, and that's how uh, Claire 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 Rucastle Ruka- Brown got the story and this thing lah. And that's how th- 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 there's obviously part two, and there's there's so much more on what happened to Justo. Be- this basically is the story of Javier Justo Xavier Justo. I know. I want to hear more about this guy. Is this stupid fool? Is this this poor? Poor, and I use the term very loosely. Poor guy, <laughs> as low as loose as your rectum. Yeah. Ayo. Okay. So there's going to be a part two. There's going to be a part two. Um. I just want to ma- look. I'm very invested in this guy <laughs> getting paid. <laughs> all he wants is the two million, bro. He just yeah. wants to. G- he's this is this is shoot motion all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you want to know the story of shoot motion, oh, we'll, we'll, that's we, a, we will do an, uh, we'll be we'll do a macha man about that. That's nah. a four part <laughs> series. <laughs> no, actually, you know, true what? crime series. <laughs> true crime series. <laughs> so yeah, lah. That's that's the part one okay, of the story. Okay, Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's there's a lot more. You see, the reason why I wanted to do this story was because there were so many details of the the investigations or the 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 whole thing. That many people didn't know. They mm. know one MDB. They know, you know. They say, but where is the money going? Ah, yeah lah. Nobody knows, right? If in fact, even the, these reporters don't know. Yeah. Like nobody knows where the money is actually going. That that's the sad part, lah. And 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 uh, and uh, it just goes to show you, lah. Just you know, always take upfront payment. <laughs> 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 so stupid lah these people.